Hi there, I'm talking to you. Yes, you. My name is Sherry, my pup's name is Sunny, and we're training to be an animal-assisted counseling team. You're listening to the Therapy Dog Talk podcast, the show that interviews past, present, and future therapy dog teams about how they're making an impact in their communities. Today, we're talking with Kim about what it's been like to volunteer as part of the BGSU Paws team with her Greyhound Bubbles, how they train together, and what they bring with them on visits. We'll discuss how she evaluated all three of her dogs, an important reminder to know your dog's triggers, and the story of how Bubbles became friends with a secret society on campus. Before we hop in, if you're just getting started on your therapy dog journey and feeling a bit lost, I've put together a free guide for you, which you can find on my website at freeguide.therapydogtalk.com. Without further ado, meet Kim and Bubbles. Hello. Hi. How are you, Kim? We're great. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Would you like to introduce yourself and your dog to us? Sure. My name is Kim, and I live in the Toledo area, and I have Bubbles. She is a Brindle Greyhound, and we volunteer at mostly at Bowling Green State University. We're part of the PAWS team, Okay. and occasionally we'll get on the Pets Together videos as well. Oh, awesome. Very cool. I'm excited to have you on. I know that you've been very active in the comments on other episodes, so I'm really looking forward to hearing more about you and Bubbles. How did you discovered the role of therapy dogs. <laughs> there she is. Aww. So I had adopted Bubbles and then I was just amazed at how gentle and accepting of everything and every situation that she was. And I said, she would make a great therapy dog. So I did some research online between the different agencies and really liked Alliance of Therapy Dogs. Then I found a local tester. And then in the process of reading the roles, they're like, well, you have to have your dog for at least six months. I'm like, okay. So during those six months, I took her into every situation that I could imagine. Mm-hmm. I even took her into the local fire department inside their engine bay. Okay. Had them turn the sirens on and <laughs> she did not respond at all. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> she must have had a lot of socialization growing up. <laughs> Lots of socialization. Yes. That's great. What specifically was it about her that you knew she would enjoy being a therapy dog? She will just go up to somebody and kind of look at them like, hi, please pet me. And then if she's laying down, she doesn't even budge if somebody wants to pet her. Like a lot of people are like, hey, don't pet my dog. They're laying down. Let them stand up. She's totally fine with somebody petting her if she's laying down, which was great. We had a tragedy at a local school. Three children passed and two of them were in the school. And we went over there and she walked right into the classrooms, went to their rug that they sit down at. And she laid down and we had two or three kids at a time come up to her back area and pet her. And she just laid there until every single kid from every classroom had their pets. Oh, she sounds really special. How long have you two been a therapy dog team together? We actually got certified around October of last year. So it was during COVID. So there wasn't a lot of places doing in-person visits. But then Bowling Green had sent out a message through the Alliance of Therapy Dogs. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) And then we got hooked up with them and they started their team last year. Okay. And we're one of, I think there's maybe 12 to 14 dogs. 
Okay. Yeah. That's very cool. I didn't realize that Alliance of Therapy Dogs sends out opportunities that come their way. That's very cool for the teams. Yeah. So each place that wants a team to come, they fill out an online form. Okay. Who's ever local, the email will go to everybody and then it has the contact information on it. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. I think what I'd heard the most about Alliance of Therapy Dogs is that you're kind of like an independent contractor in a way and have to go find your own places. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it's really cool that they also have opportunities coming your way. I love that. Mm -hmm. So did anything surprise you on your journey to therapy dog with her? The thing that surprised me that I didn't know about until I did extra research was because she's an NGA greyhound. She's not AKC because they have different bloodlines in AKC. So the NGA greyhounds can get PAL AKC certification, pure red alternative listing. Okay. So she had that. And then with the AKC, if you've done 10 visits through Alliance of Therapy Dogs or I believe any other therapy dog organization that they accept, you will automatically, I have a guest. Hi, it's my other greyhound. (laughs) When you apply for your therapy dog novice title, you get your canine good citizen included for just a small fee extra. So you don't have to go through the whole canine good citizen testing already because it's already done through the therapy dog testing. Oh, interesting. So a lot of people get their canine good citizen in order to proceed through therapy dog work, even if it's not required by the organization. So it's interesting to know that if you pursue therapy dog work first and then go through the AKC, that they'll actually add that on. Yeah. Huh. I think it's an extra five or $10 and it was yeah. it can be done at the same time. Interesting. Does it matter which organization you're registered through for that to happen? The AKC has a list, but the two main ones are on their list. So yeah. If you can go to the Therapy Dog Novice page and the AKC, and then it explains in small print, which I found, <laughs> that you can get the Canine Good Citizen added on as well. There are a few people in this world who read the small print, but this time it really came to your benefit, huh? <laughs> it did. It did, because I thought I was going to have to find another tester, yeah. you know, schedule a test. And there's, you know, like the coming around the corner where they have to stay kind of thing. I'm like, oh, is she going to do that? I don't know. Because... <laughs> Greyhounds aren't ever supposed to be off a leash. Okay, because they're so so fast. Yeah, (laughs) extremely. Yeah, so I was like, I don't know if she's going to pass that part because we'd have to get a super long leash. And not even recommended because by the time they get to that super long lead, they're up to speed to 45 miles per hour and I can't hold on to that. What are some of the other greyhound specific things you've encountered as a therapy dog team? Greyhounds have very low percentage of body fat. Therefore, mm-hmm. they can't regulate their body temperature. So greyhounds like between like 60 and 75 degrees. Okay. So if we do an outside event, we have to be careful like what temperature it is or just be inside. And because they look bony... <laughs> they look skinny when they lay down, their hip bones do hit the ground. So we have to either be on carpet or bring a roll up bed with us. Okay. That's really interesting. I'm always curious to hear what kind of breed specific things are encountered in therapy dog work. <laughs> yeah. What do you enjoy the most about being a therapy dog team? I enjoy seeing the smiles on each of the students' faces. We did also go to a care facility and we heard stories about, you know, how they used to have dogs when they were younger. There was a couple people that actually were like, oh, she's a greyhound. She's not a whippet because they get confused sometimes because they're about the same size. 
But the smiles, and I think I asked this question before, mentioned it on another one of your interviews, is even though they don't verbally say, oh, you've made my day, you can just see it in that smile. I love that. Opa John asked, can you be certified in multiple states? And I'm guessing you're talking about being certified as a therapy dog in multiple states. And usually you are registered through an organization. So if your organization is local, then perhaps not. But otherwise, you would just need to find opportunities to volunteer in other states through that same organization. Yeah. Is that your understanding as well? So Alliance of Therapy Dogs is, I believe, only in the United States. It could be international. I'm sorry. I don't know that answer. I, but I, I think they're that. slightly international. But <laughs> Yeah. So we're really close to Michigan. So I can, you know, go to Michigan. Indiana is not too far away. So I could go to Indiana as well. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I know Jared, who was on here a few weeks ago with his whole family who volunteers, commented that he would have loved to have done pet therapy at his alma mater, which is BGSU. So he said talons up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then a couple weeks ago, there was a family that is from Michigan, and they're not too far from me. Same family. Yeah, that's Jared. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's Jared. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah, so he's um, at the University of Michigan, which I would have loved to go to. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys have that crisscross going on. <laughs> yeah. What advice do you have for someone who's interested in becoming a therapy dog team? My advice is know your dog inside and out. Know their triggers if they have any, so you can avoid that. She only has one really small trigger that we worked on. We were lucky because a lot of dogs have their different quirks. But yeah, you definitely have to know inside and out your dog. Like I was saying earlier, I have another greyhound and she's yeah. even older than Bubbles. Bubbles is almost six okay. and Piper's eight. Piper, her trigger is the jingling of keys. Okay. That scares her. And then if she gets super happy, she starts hopping up and down on her front feet. And that scared me because she could, you know, catch somebody under the chin because she's so tall. Yeah. But I was like, no, I don't even want to, you know, go through that because that's taking away from her happiness is telling her she can't be happy. And I'm like, no, you can just stay home and lay on the couch like greyhounds do. And then <laughs> Bubbles and I will go have fun every now and then. Do you think she gets jealous? Yes, definitely. But Bubbles is relatively new to the okay. household. So I have a third dog that keeps Piper company when Bubbles and I are gone. Okay. Are they yeah. also a Greyhound? No, she is a pity mix and okay. my daughter's dog, but she wasn't socialized as a puppy. So she has to stay home. I love that you can recognize in having three dogs who's fit for therapy work and who just really wouldn't enjoy it or would have some issues that you can't overcome. Right. Well, the pity is hilarious hilarious though on the pets together videos because mm -hmm. she's so intelligent and knows so many tricks as soon as she sees the laptop video pop up she comes and sits right next to me and starts doing tricks Aww. he's like they're here for me <laughs> so she can do virtual therapy yeah <laughs> i love that what are some of the things that you take with you on a visit that you really need to have for bubbles so if we do go outside she has her exclusive paws team rec specs these are rec specs goggles and the lens is like a sunglass and it has UV protection. The business that makes the skins actually donated this to us because she knows that I donate my time. If I could plug her, it's lifeisgolden.com. Of course you can. And for those who are listening, it has a paw print and says BJSU. Was it pause team? Yeah. yeah. 
It's orange to match the BGSU colors. Very cute. I love it. Yeah. And then we also take some baseball cards that I made up of bubbles. And I'll show you the front and the back here. Very cute. And then you share those with the people that she meets? Yeah. So it has that she's a retired Greyhound and a canine good citizen. And her Instagram, her birthday, and just some facts about her and her racing. Very cool. Are there any things that you've found work really well as conversation starters while you're volunteering? I am kind of a jokester when I'm handling her because the students at BGSU, they've seen so many service dogs. They they don't think they're allowed to touch her. And I'm like, hey, you, come pet my dog. And they're like... (gasps) Am I allowed to? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, she looks like a tiger. And I'm like, yeah. But a couple of people are like, she looks like a lion or a cheetah. I'm like, mm, okay. Oh. <laughs> she strikes. <laughs> She's a very small lion or cheetah <laughs> or tiger. Right. Yeah. I know brindles are often referred to as tigers. Jared wants to know if Bubbles dances when BGSU students sing I Ziggy Zumba. She actually never heard that, but Ah. if you look at our Instagram, she did get an exclusive picture with the Sick Sick. Okay. So the Sick Sick is a secret society club that they have there that they have to wear masks and gloves and high socks and shoes, and you can't see any part of their skin to even know who they are. They can't tell anybody who they are. And I think it's for a full semester. It might be for a full year. I'm not too educated on that. But they're like celebrities. And then at the end of the year, they have a ceremony to announce, and then they, they can like take their masks off at the ceremony, the mascots and the Sick Sick people. Yeah. Interesting. What is the purpose of that organization? I think it's just mostly team spirit or in school okay. spirit and to people just to say, oh, the Sick Sick is going to be there. So you need to come and join the event <laughs> whenever, wherever the event is. So they're very well seen. It is a year. Okay. Thanks, Jared. It's a lot of school spirit along with the mascots. Gotcha. So is Bubbles an honorary member of the Sick Sick? I don't think so, but <laughs> they do love her, which is a good thing. That's what matters the most. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll have to until September when we get to meet the new ones. Maybe they'll make her honorary then. You'll have to ask. <laughs> like, I need some clarification here. Is Bubbles an honorary member? Yeah. So the pause team made coloring pages of each therapy dog. And that is her coloring page is her with the Sick Sick. I love that. Yeah. That's amazing. Is there anything you wish you had known when you first started volunteering? Maybe like how interesting it would be. Some of the largest muscular guys are like, no, I'm afraid of dogs. And I'm like, okay, I respect that. She's really the softest dog that you probably ever touch. Like her fur is super short. So you'd think her to be coarse, kind of like a lab. Yeah. Very, very, very soft. Say hi, friends. She's so pretty. Hi, friends. Hi, friends. That's all we're going to get. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate you taking the time. It's nice to meet the faces behind the handle that's been tuning in week after week. Not a problem. Thanks for having us. Of course. Take care. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Therapy Dog Talk. If you did, please do me a favor and leave a review and rating on the podcast platform of your choice. If you have a guest that you think would be a great fit for Therapy Dog Talk, send me an email at hello at therapydogtalk.com. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week.